0: I know plenty of people who thought that um, marijuana maintenance in terms of uh, sobriety was c- kind of a way to get by. I, and I've also, somebody said to me, well, it's available now in stores, like that somehow uh, validated it or, uh, I mean, there are a lot of things available in stores.
1: You're listening to The Recovered Life Show. The show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. Welcome back to the Recovered Life Show. I am pleased to be joined today with George Snyder, Life and Recovery Strategist. How are you doing today, George? I'm great, Damon. Good to see you. Great to see you. Another episode of the Recovered Life Show. Kind of a controversial topic today. We're going to be talking about marijuana and sobriety. Is it dangerous? Is marijuana dangerous? is marijuana addictive? going to go to my favorite life and recovery strategist, George, to answer that question. What do you think, George?
0: Well, full disclosure, I never liked weed. It made me hungry, paranoid, and sleepy, not necessarily in that order. So I was often at the party, I would be the one they'd say, don't give it to George. He's going to just, you know, he's going to be in no no fun. But I know plenty of people who thought that um, marijuana maintenance in terms of uh, sobriety was c- kind of a way to get by. I And I've also somebody said to me, well, it's available now in stores like that somehow uh, validated it. Or uh, I mean, there are a lot of things available in stores. Yeah, or
1: a doctor prescribes it. So it must be safe in recovery because I got it from a doctor, right? Right, right. Yeah, the and I doc- tried to remind somebody the other day that uh, cocaine used to be prescribed by doctors as well. <laughs> Coca-Cola. Exactly, exactly. No, no longer though, right? So no, I guess what I wanted sadly. to do this episode is that, you know, the news is filled nonstop with the positive benefits of marijuana. And let me list, let me list them here because we're inundated in the news with this, George that it's good for anxiety. It's good for your diet. It's, you're going to have a more productive life. You're going to be calmer. You're going to sleep better. You're going to have better personal relationships. It's kind of billed as this like miracle drug, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, and by the way, I'm sure for some people who do not have addiction problems, marijuana is great it's fine and it, maybe it does all those things but i think if you have addiction problems and you're in recovery i think marijuana is incredibly dangerous
0: yeah i'm not sure it's going to be a good thing i i mean it, it, we we get and you point out the key the, the addictive personality is looking for something outside of himself to give him power ironically of course you're giving him your power away to that thing mm-hmm. um I'm looking for something outside of me to fix me to I'm looking for a cure. And, and um, right away, we're looking at a, a, if you're like me, I'm going to look for it anywhere I can. I'm going to, and I'm not going to necessarily end up in a good place as a result. So, you
1: know, George, what, what, what concerns me about this conversation with marijuana is not that I don't think that, the average person who doesn't have addiction problems can use marijuana. What, what gets what gets me about this this topic though, is that it's billed as if marijuana is non addictive, it's natural, and it is uh, it's totally fine. It has no addictive properties, right? Now I'm not a pharmacologist and I'm not a doctor and either of you. and obviously we'll leave that up to the debate with the, with, with medical people, they can debate that all day long, but being on the front lines of seeing people that have addiction issues and helping work with people who have addiction issues, I will tell you that I've seen so many people come into recovery, especially young people and say, well, marijuana can't be my problem. Even though my whole life is blown up, marijuana can't be my problem because it's natural. It's, it's a weed. It's good for you.
0: Okay. The like button, even the guy who invented the like button said it's addictive, you know, Mm that the it's not an unfortunate side effect of the, the social media that it, it's addictive. That's the whole point. The point of this stuff is we are in a society that wants to encourage, and we design stuff that tastes good so that you'll eat more of it. We design foods that are, uh, and stores, and shopping methods, and anything we can lay our hands on that we can make money off of to get you to buy more, do more, try more. Of course, of course, and we advertise it as something where we're, Americans are great at sale. We're, we're the, the world salesmen. Yeah, I mean, s- I remember
1: when they used to say, hey, you know, you have to be careful with drinking because drinking is a, a gateway drug into, you know, it's a, it's a gateway into drugs, basically, right? But I'm finding that right now, many people are coming into 12-step programs. They're coming into rehabs. They're they're starting to realize that they have to get sober because it's a marijuana problem first. They might not have problems with alcohol. They're actually coming in because they're addicted to marijuana. And, and I would see, like in 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 from my experience, I've seen people actually that I think it's even harder for them to get off marijuana because it's not as damaging up front as it is alcohol. Alcohol can be very damaging up front, right? You can see the ramifications of alcohol quicker. Sometimes with marijuana, you see the, the damage a little later.
0: Well, well, but, but I want to be very clear that making something illegal isn't a solution either. We tried it. We tried it. it was called prohibition and, and end work. Um, keeping keeping uh, marijuana illegal is not going to be a solution. Being clear about the kinds of things that happen, but I... I, I people drink alcohol you know it's alcohol is sold in stores I think there are people who are able to have a cocktail and and enjoy their cocktails and live a, a rich and, and rewarding life um, there may be people and for and for whom the benefits of uh, cannabis are great I just think we need to be clear where we're where we're headed with all of this also what makes me nervous is when people are like you want a gummy bear I uh, a couple gummies uh it comes in a form now that's accessible and deceptively uh safe seeming how could yeah. something be how could can't how could a candy be bad for you
1: it is packaged it is packed to be perceived as being one right. not a drug and two uh safe right um, the the gummy bears, the treats, the brownies, right? right. It, it It's mixed in with a lot of this stuff. And look, we both have known, and, and you know, this is a whole topic for another show, but we both have known people who have been sober long-term and axi- accidentally had an edible and didn't know that they just thought it was a regular brownie, right? right, right. And have really bad consequences from it, right. right? It really kind of messed them up because they had no idea what they were ingesting. But, you know, what we're talking about on today's episode is actually just people who are choosing marijuana and saying that it's not addictive or saying that, you know what, it's just a non-addictive property. I can take it in recovery. It'll have no ramifications. Now, this might be the case, but I have seen, and I was going to ask you what you've seen, but I have seen the absolute opposite. I've seen actually marijuana have more ramifications to people In recovery because they think, well, it's just a weed. It's, it's no big deal. I can take it or I can leave it. And I found that an overwhelming amount of people who were sober that went down that path, they were, they ended up right back into the same position that they had before they ever pursued recovery.
0: And I think the same unfortunately could be said of so many things that we market as safe and fun. How did we get computers into everybody's homes? By making it fun. Um, How do we get um, video players into people's homes? By making it home entertainment, make it fun. Make it fun and safe and appealing. And again, what are we appealing to? We're appealing to the desire to get out of myself, right? Um, the, then the notion that (laughs) when I have a friend who says, Ooh, I can't have, I'm going to not finish this drink. I'm beginning to feel it. I'm saying, well, well, but that's the point, right? It never, that's not an alcoholic, right? We, we, we drink for, I drink, I drink for the effect. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to do the gummies for the effect. And then the question has got to be the effect. What am I, what am I pursuing? What am I looking for? Right. The problem for in terms of addiction, if you're an addictive personality, you can can make donuts, you can make peanut butter.
1: Yeah, I think the difference is though is that marijuana has a property that donuts do not have. Right now, we'll all admit that sugar has some properties right. that are not great for people who are sober. And right. the more studies that they do on sugar, the right. more they realize that it causes relapse, it causes unclear thinking, and we can go on and on. And you know, we did a great show uh, with Kimberly Parham. Yes. Uh, you know, a sober Excellent. fitness coach, and we we talked a lot about sugar and about most people that we knew that had alcohol issues that had been uh, sober for long periods of time. Had started their addiction issues with sugar, right, right but right. the thing with marijuana is is that it's actually physically addictive and has a lot of the same escapism properties right and And I would be going you know and I, and i've and I've seen a lot of people and, and and I think more younger people actually are unaware of this, you know people who are in their teens that are sober and early twenties, they really have been fed this line that marijuana is safe. And that, you know, you can't get addicted to marijuana. And if you have addiction issues, marijuana is not a problem, right? And they've got an uncle that's told them that. They've got a friend that's told them that. But what it ends up, and, and I've seen this with so many cases, you know, and, and, we, and we have some younger friends here that, that we have seen go from total transformation and recovery to, uh, hey, I, I'm okay with marijuana to exactly worse, actually, than the position when they came in a couple years before trying to get sober.
0: Well, and, and I have to say, again, it, it depends upon, we, we rely upon an educated consumer. And this is where I think those of us who know ourselves, who have learned from painful experience, what happens when we allow, when we go down that road, need to be aware. And that just because we're told something is okay doesn't necessarily mean it is, um, and I, there are a number of products out there that we were told we're going to be fine, and we're we've been dealing with that as well. I guess I, I got to say, Damon, I keep coming back to the question of what's the point? What are we look? What are you looking for?
1: Well, that's the whole thing. Like one of the reasons why when I was thinking about doing this show, George, is I said, oh man, we're going to come across like the church lady, Over the church lady, Dana Car. <laughs> uh- <laughs> it's like, oh, you're going to go to hell. Marijuana is bad, right? Yeah. Like, and and I and I tell members of for my for madness. You. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who aren't, they're not alcoholics and they, and they're like, you know, and I'm like, drinking is fine for you. You have one or two drinks in the holidays. You have a drink a week or a couple drinks, you know, on a Thursday night, going out, having fun with friends. You're fine. Alcohol is not an issue for you, but for the addictive personality or the person who's an alcoholic or the person who has a drug issue, the person that's suffered and maybe have crossed the line and is sober, right? These things are, we, we can't treat these the same way. It is like, as we, as you know, you learn when you get sober, it's the first drink that really gets you. Right. So it's the same thing with marijuana. And I have to say to myself, to people who are trying this, it's not because I don't think that marijuana is fine for most people. I think actually probably it is. I think it's probably just, maybe it's just as safe as somebody who has a couple of drinks casually. I get that train of thought, Right. But the thing is, anything that's going to lead to a chemical escape, if you're sober, is a, is the wrong path, in my opinion, in the thinking. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Again, I mean, I've seen it. And for young people that, that FOMO, young, any of us, the fear of missing out, the fear of something is going to be going on that I want to be a part of, right? And what could it hurt? The problem is it could hurt. It could hurt bad. Um, But for those who are in pain, for those who have been suffering, for those who have found relief from chronic pain or illness, you know, great. And I don't want to go back to the days of, uh, I, I think a prohibition mentality, let's put it that way, is not a solution. Just because we know something is dangerous doesn't mean that we have to make it illegal.
1: And but George, I would be- say that I would say overwhelmingly, most people that I know that are sober long term um, are not in a prohibition of anything mm-hmm. when it comes to substances because that they know the more information that's out there about right. them, the right. more people can be educated. Right. right. Um, and look, I I think that where it I, I think where it's damaging. And one of the reasons I want to do this episode is that for younger people, right? And again, the average person. That takes marijuana. I totally, they're going to be totally fine. Right. It's the, it's the, it's the person who has these addiction issues. Right. That thinks, well, you know what, this is a safe outlet for me to be able to escape. And it's different than having a brownie that has sugar in it and not marijuana. Right. You're not going to end up at, at your job you know, with a million brownie wrappers in your desk and missing for two (laughs) days, right? I just don't see that happening if somebody has an extra Uh, thing, of birthday cake. Right. Now, in the long term, that extra slice of birthday cake is probably not the best for you, but it's not going to have the same dramatic effects. And it's not, in my opinion, like taking vitamin C or vitamin D or anything, all all these crazy things that I've heard. Right.
0: I think the key to remember is that you know just because we present it as something that you ought to try, ought to doesn't necessarily mean we want to. Doesn't mean we're Puritans either. I mean, but I'm a grown-up now, and I remember being a kid and being, "Don't you ever do that? Don't you? Don't you ever try that?" You know. And I grew up in a household where alcohol was not permitted in the house. It was in the barn. Everybody wanted to be in the barn. So that's where you know. That's where that's where the party was. But we learn. But it in and I think that the, what has changed in this world is families are more uh, forthcoming about the I think this can often be a family disease. There's been controversy about that. Is it really? But, you know, I think this runs in families. And I think it's good to know that we can now talk about Uncle George who really had a problem with alcohol. That It's not something to be ashamed and hidden. And knowing that armed with that information, that you may have that kind of a personality, you may have that addiction that is going to take you down to, then we need to be sensible and educated when it comes to looking at things that may take us down a very unhappy path. And coming back from that, those of us who've had to know how very, very painful it can be.
1: And I think you also have to look at other people's experiences, always with recovery. I think that's the best Gauge, right? Look at and ask other people. And so I heard somebody say that uh, was very into marijuana and thought it was safe for years say, well, you know what? There's a 12 step program for marijuana too now. So obviously yeah. it's not safe for everyone, right? It's not just the casual thing that you do on Saturday night for everyone, for maybe 75, 80% of the people it is, but for a couple people, Out of that 10, it probably is not going to be, right? So I think you need to use other people's experiences to see, well, what happened when that happened with them, right? Not that you're like everyone that you come in contact with, but I think it's a good gauge. Yeah, I agree. George, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Uh, Where can they connect with you?
0: You can find me and you can find Damon too at recoveredlife.us. And let's continue the conversation.
1: Yeah. Let's continue this conversation here. I know there's going to be a lot of heated debate about this. I know mm. most people with Recovered Life, are pro- I- I'm going to guess here, and I'm always wrong with these polls, but I'm going to put out a poll today to say that most people would agree that marijuana is heavily addictive that are in the group, but I could be wrong, right? I have been wrong on other polls. So join us on That's recoveredlife.us. Sure. And if you're not a member, you can sign up for free. Just go there and check it out.
0: Join us. Thanks, Damon. Thank you, George.